said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 81. Uh, we got C in the building, Gert in the building. Uh, Shouts to Rico Key. Um, he he out um, on the road right now, so um, he not with us this week. But uh, Shouts to Rico Key, and of course, shout out to uh, Woolsey, a.k.a. Frankie Badlungs. Um Make sure that uh, everyone subscribes to our podcast on Apple and Spotify. Make sure that if you're subscribing on Apple, make sure that y'all rate it, leave a comment. Um, also, make sure y'all subscribe to our Patreon. All of the visual content will be available each and every Friday on Patreon. So that's patreon.com backslash life as I see it podcast. And um, yeah, we're going to have a lot of different different things visually for y'all. So, so make sure y'all uh, y'all go check that out. Uh, now, so um, I kind of want to start first with, um, you know, it's a lot been going on. I mean, it's the same shit that's been going on. But I mean, recently we had the ruling of the Derek Chauvin case and George Floyd. And on this at the same day or on the same day, we had an officer in Chicago, uh, I'm sorry, not Chicago, in Ohio, um, shoot the teenage girl. So I want to first, yeah, I said Chicago, my bad. <laughs> um, so I want to first start with the uh, the Chauvin ruling. Obviously, he was found guilty on all charges. Um, I've seen Black people going crazy, saying justice has been served, and you know, feeling like it was a celebratory moment. Um, but I want to start with UC. Um, do you think that this is cause for celebration or what is and was your reaction to the whole ruling of the cop being found guilty? Uh, I really feel that the cop, you know, um, I feel, I feel that it was, I don't know how to put this, like, okay, I kind of feel like they just did it because they knew that the backlash was going to happen. And like, meaning as though like there were going to be riots, people were going to be out in the street, people were going to protest more. Um, so I kind of feel like they just convicted him guilty because of that. Um, we've had instances where there were video and there were, um, there was no like, there was no reason for you to say like, oh, okay, this person is not guilty. I mean, this person is guilty. We've had instances of straight shooters, like, of, like you know, like straight shots where there's no blurriness, there's no gray area. Um, and they've not, they have not like, you know, convicted people before, even like with the George Zimmerman case, like that was kind of like a straight shot or whatever. But um, 
I just feel like they just were compelled to do it because they knew the backlash that would come after it. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I really don't have anything to say about that. I'm not, I'm not happy that he got convicted. Yes, I am. Um, it was a public lynching. So, I mean, it was on camera, everything was there, but am I like, oh, okay, this is like the start of a new thing? No, I'm not. So I got a question. What made you feel like uh, they had pressure to do it, um, given their past history of not convicting? Um, what, what did you see that made you feel like they had pressure? Uh, the way that the cities were burning down the way that the whole structure of, you know, people going out and looting and everything that gave You're saying like, that specific city or- No, uh, cities all over On the biggest scale, just in general. No, city from all over really America. Know. They were protesting, they were rioting because so, of what happened to him. You, you see where they're just like um, the George Floyd, like that whole movement went, around the country because they seen him get lynched publicly. It was a topic on the news every day. It was on the, the hottest news stations, ABC, NBC, Fox News. It was the hot topic. So they had to do something in order to defuse the fire. That's how I feel. Gert, Gert what's your, what's your uh, take on it? I don't, I don't know what it was about this case um, and the president kind of said he don't know what it was about this case. It, it this case, did y'all watch his press conference? No, I didn't. Kamala <laughs> Harris, did you see Kamala Harris? What she had to say? Okay, that lady. No. Uh, the, I I found it the so okay. Let's backtrack. Um. As far as the verdict, I am happy for the verdict because this sets a precedent and they have something to point to moving forward that he got convicted now, they can try to establish a standard moving forward that, hey, no, this nigga fucked up, he got convicted and you guys have to convict under that same statute. Prior to this, that. huh? I don't believe that. You don't believe what? That this is a precedent? That that's a precedent and that that's a standard. That's not, that's not it. No, I said it can be a standard. I didn't say it is the standard. Um, it can be either, but go ahead. Why not? This is somebody who got convicted and you know cases point back to old cases they use old cases mm -hmm. to prove their case so why don't you think this one well well we do also know though that uh we had um some convictions from some prior incidents like for example um the woman who killed um i forget which case it was i know one of them cops got convicted for like 10 to 12 years um a few years ago basically i forget who was speaking about it but they were saying like every few years it's kind of like one cop that actually does get convicted and that does go to jail for 10 years or whatever the case may be so it may not be all of them collectively like because we see all of the evidence and then they still get found not guilty but every so often we get a case where all right they say all right fuck it 
we're going to convict this cop and, you know, they're going to serve jail time. Most more often than not, the cops don't serve jail time. Yes. But but it has been, you know, your twos and fews over the last, let's just say, 10 years that know. that have gotten, you know, convicted. I don't well, cops are protected. I don't know. I, the only one I can point to is Oscar Grant. Yes. Other than Oscar Grant, I don't know. Wait, anything. Oscar Oscar Grant is Oscar Grant the one that got shot in the back, or is that that's Fruitville Station? That's Fruitville Station. Okay, mm-hmm. well, Walter Scott, what the cop who shot Walter Scott, he served jail time. Walter so, Scott is who the South one Carolina that was-, that was running away, and then the cop shot him in the back as he was running away. He served jail time. Oh, um, you saying he served? What did he get sentenced to? Do you know offhand? I don't know the exact number. It might have been. Somewhere between like seven and twelve years, some something right. something like that. Um, okay. And I think the the didn't the woman, I could be wrong, but did the woman who went to the wrong address? Um, so I heard Joe. Yeah, Buck she did. Talking she, about that. The one, the, yeah, the one, but, the one who went to the wrong John, address. Uh, Jothan Bunk. Uh, yeah, Bunk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, his about his I'm name, sorry. but yeah, he he. I mean, not him, but. That cop sir is serving jail time right now, you know. You, you but, have any idea what she was sentenced to? Um, I could I could look it up really quickly. Yeah, I but get. I, um, she was sentenced I, to like ten to twelve, I believe, yeah. or like twelve years or something. And the so, other so, guy yeah. that killed Walter Scott was sentenced to um, ten to thirteen years in prison. Right. So I think we have to start somewhere, and I am okay with the small victories and stuff like this because of how long it's been going on without any repercussion. Um, it, 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 you got to start somewhere. Um, now, pushing forward to the president and the vice president um, holding a press conference about this. And so can you elaborate on that? Because I didn't see it. So what what was what was the press conference? I didn't watch it. But what did they say? I'm not I'm not familiar. What exactly was said? So in layman terms, what what I took from it. uh, See, say her name. Kamala. (laughs) She um, she. uh, I love. (laughs) We, me and her ain't no good terms to where I care to get her name all the way right, but I don't want to be disrespectful mm. all the way. Just so. say Madam Vice President or the Vice President. That's um, you gotta say okay. her name. Her. Yeah. He exactly. came out. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> <laughs> the VP John. Yeah, the yeah. VP John. Yeah, <laughs> he came out. <laughs> Lil Mama, Lil Mama came out. <laughs> <laughs> And her sentiment was kind of like, good shit, Black people. This is a win for us. Let's uh, take this win. Um, Biden came out and was on some like, yeah, it's uh, overdue kind of that this shit, uh, you know, this shit is really taking so long, but it's kind of overdue. Um and I'm not supporting people riding. It's kind of like it, it went from yo, this shit was overdue to I don't support the riots. It, it was like he was trying to balance. But that's what I'm saying. Well, that's what she's saying. Yeah, that's bottom line. Yeah. Like it's, they don't care about the verdict because if you cared about black lives and if you cared about that, there would be legislation to say 
hey, if you kill an officer, if you do a un, like a, a unarmed kill or you just kill just to be killing, you go on a killing spree because you your hand is feeling shaky and itchy that day, you go to jail. Right. You have no protection. You don't get your pension. You right. go straight to jail. So that's thing, why I'm so, saying that it's more about economics and it's more about the, the they care about the cities more so than they care about the people. Small wins and victories don't do nothing for me because it shouldn't be happening. Every time an officer gets out of a car when they see a black face, they usually, and I'm not saying all of them, but they usually resort to excessive force. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. So we're I, talking about I, I, not diffusing the situation. You're using excessive force for us. Instead well, of the other people. Well, let's 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 stay right there for a second because, as I mentioned, on the same exact day of the verdict, um, you have yeah, you have the incident in Ohio where you have the girl who called the cops, Micaiah Bryant. She called the cops saying, "Hey, these girls are outside my house. They're trying to jump me. Come." The cop shows up. We see the body cam footage. The cop gets out. Um, and within 10, call it 15 seconds, and it wasn't even that long, but 10 to 15 seconds of him getting out, um, he shoots and kills the girl. He shoots her four times. She dies. Um, and I see a lot of mixed reviews. I see people saying that, hey, there's no reason why he should have used excessive force. He could have shot her in the leg. He didn't have to do that. I see other people saying, well, the girl was about to stab the girl, and cops are actually... Um, granted the opportunity to use excessive force in the event that they're trying to prevent themselves from harm or prevent harm the harm of other people. So, Gert, I want to ask you first, um, what is your take? Do you think the cop was justified in his actions um, or not? What, what's your overall take on, on that situation? So I have a different point of view for cops when there is a weapon involved. Um, I have zero tolerance for no weapon, but in the event a weapon is present, it's it's a different uh, that's a different bag because right. you're dealing it, it it I look at them more as people when there's a weapon involved and what I would do in that situation. No weapon involved, I believe like their training. You have to be equipped to do whatever. If you don't see a weapon, your gun shouldn't be out. Right. Now, if you see a weapon, I, I look at it a little different. So looking at that, um, this is one of them cases where I feel, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Because let's just say she did cut somebody with that knife and, you know, rest in peace to her. Right. And all of that kind of shit. But I'm saying you, you the cop, you show up on the scene. She has a knife out and she's moving towards somebody. You don't know what the fuck going on. And she was really close. She was like, she, the knife was right. there. It was right there. Right. Um, I don't really blame him. I think, you know, he sh he could have and should have used something else, but I don't know what their training says. 
You well, know what training, I'm saying? The training, first and foremost, the cops are trained, shoot to kill. Mm-hmm. They're trained, shoot, and center mass. But I'm saying... Part of your body. I'm just saying, they're not trained to... Because this, this point of information is interesting and important for me. They said that he is former a um, former military marksman, which to me says, okay, you have other special sets of skills and training that gives you very precise um you know you have like precise training to where if you if you were a marksman you might be able to accurately shoot somebody in the leg or this that and the third and whatever the case may be but i do still agree with you Gert, in this instance um you know yes of course rest in peace to the girl i know it's emotional and i do think it's important though that we all kind of protect our or have emotional intelligence because at the end of the day, we can't get all the way caught up in the fact that this is a 15-year-old girl. You wouldn't want your daughter killed. Of course, none of us would. I mean, Gert, you, you have daughters around want, that age. You so, wouldn't want your daughter stabbed either. You wouldn't want your daughter stabbed. And you wouldn't even want your daughter doing the stabbing. Like, you know what I'm saying? None right. of it is acceptable. Now, I want to introduce this, C, before you go. I just want to make this point. This happened in front of her house. And her father is standing right there. He's standing right outside. Now, first and foremost, foremost, if my child is fighting and it's a one-on-one situation, I'm more inclined to allow them to, if I'm going to allow them to fight, no, listen, listen. If I'm going to allow my child to fight, I'm much more comfortable with it being a one-on-one fight as opposed to it being somebody getting jumped. As the adult, as the parent in this situation, if you see all of this commotion and you see that she's getting jumped, why haven't you stepped in at all? I mean, you're the man, you're the parent. Why haven't you tried to defuse the situation or try to stop the situation or anything? Like, you're just standing there, like, as a spectator. I don't... Contradiction yourself. Tell me how. Because it's two, you're going to jump in? You're the parent. You should jump in even before it gets to that situation. This is a, these are kids. It's well, a conversation that needs to be had. Well, hold Whenever on one there's second, a fight, see, you can I'm, always diffuse it with conversation. You are supposed to be the parent and you are supposed to be the person who is well inclined to diffuse the situation. You have a clear mind. You could say, well, you didn't like what she did. She didn't like what you did in front of my face. Now, if you at school, that's something different. But if you're in front of my home, I take control of that. That's because fine. you don't know what can happen. That's you don't fine. know if that girl, that one-on-one girl, you don't know if she got a blade in her shoe. You don't know if she pokes your child during the course of the fight. That's all understandable, see, but let me give you an example, right? When I was younger and it was one situation where me and another dude had a problem, like a kid, I was a kid, and he was like, all right, y'all want to fight? He drove us up the street. Look, y'all can go right here. Y'all can get it in. If, y'all, if this is what y'all want to do, y'all can fight it out. And then go your separate ways once whoever gets the best of whoever and, you know, that be done with it. Like, so that's also, that's also another perspective. What yeah, I'm saying. You, 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 you thinking about a different time period like that. You could also, do that when you were little. You, we was in, can't, no, but and, we did that in college. Even but, prime but no, we did that in college. But and what it, I'm and saying. To where though the girl was about to get hurt, hurt. So I had, so they stopped it because they realized she was about to get hurt, hurt. She was about to get her head put in the car. But this was. So my thing is, you don't do that. You, you, you see how y'all stopped that situation? 
that's what should have happened. There should you're you're the person from the outside looking in, and you stop that situation. I'm not denying that point. I'm only saying what 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 I am saying is in asking really is how much of an onus do you put on the parent? A lot, all of it. Okay, so it's story time real quick. Um, this actually happened to a close friend of mine, her, her nephew. He, um, it happened in Camden, 2020. Um, you guys can look it up. I'm not gonna say his name or whatever, but it happened to my one of my closest friends. Her nephew, um, his sister is uh, gay. She went over her lover's house to go pick up some stuff. Her and her lover get into a fight and he gets out and her brother comes out and they start fighting. Someone calls the cops and the cops come and the gay, uh, the girl who, who brother jumped in, he stabs the, uh, the other brother that was just driving his sister, you know, he got stabbed and he he passed away. The cops were there while they were fighting. They just let him fight. People were around them and they just let him fight. And the cop didn't do nothing. The cop, he got stabbed in front of the cop. So, and he, he passed away, unfortunately. So I have a different view of things. Just like Gert, I agree. Because someone could have stopped that fight within the community, how it happened in Camden. Um, Someone could have diffused the situation. Someone could have said, hey, you know what? Even the girls that were fighting could have said, hey, so my brother won't, you know, like, so everything wouldn't get out of hand. They could have stopped that situation. I um, do believe that the cops just react the way that they are told to react. And in that situation, how are you to say, oh, he should have grabbed a taser or, oh, he should have like tried to tackle right, her. Right, right, right. I, I do believe that. You know, but I also believe that police are always taking excessive actions with us. You know, um, when it comes to white people walking around with a loaded shotgun and they have their hands up and they're walking towards the police, there's no tackle situation there. There's no shots fired. There's nothing. But when you have a young girl who looks like she could be a grown woman, you the first thing that you think in your mind is to shoot. And us as Black people, I know this is an unpopular opinion. We have to start listening to authority. We, when you see the cops coming and you fighting, you might want to stop. When a cop tells you that you are arrested for warrants and they're putting your hands behind your back, you don't get in the car and run because they don't know what you're grabbing. So she said, taser, taser, but homegirl will probably get off because she could say, I didn't know what was in his car. I don't know what he was grabbing. I don't know why he fled. You got to look at things from a different point of view. If a cop stops you and they say, hey, I want you're arrested right now. You're arrested right now. Right. You could go to jail. You could get processed. You could do all of that because you'll have a chance to fight it in the end. When you start talking and you start saying, why are you arresting me? I should know my rights. I know my rights. You ain't supposed to do that. You're giving them the ammunition that they need because they already want to kill you. Right. You just have to learn how to, and I'm not saying cops will knock your head off just for being black. Right. I'm not saying that it, 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 these are one-off situations that I see. And I'm not trying to say that we as black people have to submit to white people all the time, even though we know our rights or the order officer at all times, because we know our rights, but we have to be smarter. We have to know, hey, I'm not going to say anything 
that can get me in trouble at this instant because you are in control. You have the power. What I am going to do is take down your badge number, record every situation that's happening and go to court and see what can happen then. But I don't think that we give enough. I don't think that we give them that much to where though it ends up that way. If you understand what I'm saying, I think we always do something that makes it justifiable for them to do what they do. Right. Well, I, I, I just want to oh. make my position clear. I do think not only do I think this cop will get off, but I do think that he may have some lines of justification here because yeah. of the fact that there was a weapon. Like Gert said, there was a weapon. This girl is about to inflict bodily harm on somebody. And as a police officer, you can't allow a crime to take place in front of you, especially when it comes to somebody using a deadly weapon. So I think that, you know, he may have been justified. I know how that sounds. But again, we have to kind of remove sometimes the emotional aspect from it. I was, you know, having a debate with one of my friends earlier in the week, and he was just taking the position of no matter what, there's no justifying it. You should, you know, they, like in, like you said, see, they always use fatal force with us. Yeah, those things are true. And he was saying that that girl should not be dead. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm not going to say that she deserved to die, but at the same time, we also have to look at the situation and look at what he was faced with. He came out, he said, whoa, 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 what's going on? Hey, 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 stop, stop. Bow, 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 bow. Like, it's not, much, it's not much time. But it's you not, stop. So, but it ain't no you don't have much time. And first of all, I'm sorry, girl. Let me just get this out. If my child had people following her, and they were, this is the story that's out. I don't know if it's the real story or not, because there's been so many stories of who these people really are that were trying to fight her. Regardless of the situation, is if we called the cops and the cops are coming, you're in the house. Why are you outside the house? You're in the house waiting for a mediator because I can't do it. Nobody else can do it out in the street, even though it was a whole bunch of people and they were recording and doing whatever they needed to do. You are waiting in the home. So that's that, that's that too. It's where the parents have failed her as a whole the, to me. The, the parent definitely failed and the parent definitely deserves a lot and of And the community. Yeah. So well, Gert, go ahead, Gert. So... <sighs> Just going back to what you said, see, uh, well, first off, um, training, right? Police training has to be altered. Um, yes. The, 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 and look, we're saying people being trained, people aren't always going to be trained correctly, but it needs to be some accountability for police in when they pull out their gun um, or even how they carry their gun should be something needs to uh, transpire. I'm not saying I have the answer, but for them to pull out their gun for um, everything, yeah, is not for the answer for everything black. But as far as black people are concerned, what you were saying, uh, to be somewhat submissive, I don't take that, uh, you know, I don't subscribe to that fully. I just say, Black people, you need to make up your mind what you're going to do before the police get there. If you're going to run, run before they get there. <laughs> don't wait till they get there and there's 10 of them and then you run and cross your mind. 
can't. If you want to run, run when it's a one-on-one situation. I'm kind of with, I'm kind of with C a little bit on this. Just like, the thing is this, it's not even so much about being submissive because that word can be triggering to people. It's not about that. But no, but listen, if you know that you're wrong, or or you're not even wrong, right? Let's let's say, let's say let's say you're right, right? But you are black and you're living in the 21st century and you know what the fuck is happening and what's been happening. You know this can go one of two ways. So to resist arrest, even if you don't have a legitimate reason to be arrested, take your chances in court as opposed to you, taking the risk giving, of. But even y- y'all are giving people too much credit. No, let me just explain something. Sandra Bland, did you see her documentary? I yes. seen it on HBO. Yes. When she was in the car, the cop to- gave her her ticket. Everything he told her. Well, I- it might have been around the time that he, after he gave her a ticket, he said, "Get take that put cigarette, cigarette, put cigarette out." out. Right. Why well, I gotta put my cigarette out? I had the right to smoke. Put the damn cigarette out and go. But why? But why does she got to put her cigarette Because out? it don't matter. If a nigga told you, you don't have to. You don't. But you see, right. and I'm not trying to it's be smart, the door. No, it's opening you, the door for something else. I get what you're saying. but this I'm is, saying just do it and just comply. Just and live. Live to see the next day. Exactly. Why do you have to use what? your... But I, you're I saying... Because this is, but this is my thing, right? You are the police. You yeah. are supposed to be the authority figure in the situation. Yes. Your emotion, your ego should not come into the situation. But it always the, does. And we're right. talking about a should and you can't, and we got to do right. with what it is. But no, this is what I'm ego. saying, right? Your emotion and your ego no, with see. your manager at your job comes into play. It's been plenty right. of times where I see, oh, this nigga ain't even in charge at home. So he going to come at work huh. and try to be in charge of me because he ain't never been in, in charge anyway. But I'm going to keep my it. job because I got bills to pay. But see, this and, is I'm gonna, and I'm going to listen. And it it, it's a systematic this thing. Whereas though you point, are... Right? Go ahead. But mental no, health comes into play. Right? Mental health comes into play. Right? So when a cop approaches you um that cop has to take into consideration what the fuck might be going on in your life right so you may you may just have a situation and you might want to die you might want to die and that cop being willing to grant you that that wish at that moment should be held accountable for that so you got all types of trauma people live with deal with um the cop if they're in that role of authority they need to be held accountable to subdue you or whatever and it's up to us to hold them accountable for that it's up to us to make legislation happen to where um you know could shit be a fad like all of the riot protesting and all of that shit should still be going on now to get laws and bills changed to where cops have to act on, you know what I'm saying? It shouldn't only be- When somebody get killed. When somebody get killed. We need to keep that energy going and change laws. Like, but it, it the emotion only comes when somebody gets killed, but police have to be better equipped to deal with people's mental health issues. I don't it, think it, so. 
You don't think that they I think that's important. You because you're you're, you're you're you have a difficult job and you're dealing with a lot of different personalities at at any given time. And so you do have to it's just like anybody in a position of authority. You if you're in position of authority and you have the position to make the rules or whatever the case may be or enforce the rules, you have to have a certain level of self-control. You have to have a certain level of um, not logic, but use your discretion wisely. Don't just be irresponsible with your power. So you should be held accountable for making certain decisions because you have a very important role. You play a significant role in how, how this can play out. And it's up to us. You're it's asking to too us much to of a person, accountable. one person. You're well, it's not asking. It's not asking any of anything of them. It's it asking is. of us holding them accountable for that. But you we can't need do to hold them. Well, that's the only way we're going to get changed. You can't say they should be. They should be able to psychoanalyze every situation. No, they you have can't to be. Say they can't. Well, they, they do. Can't. No, they do when it's not all people. So they know how to do it. Correct. That's correct. Okay, this is a situation. That's what I was saying. That so, they the force when it comes to our people. Only. We all in agreement. This is what, but but this so is what, why I say there's no right. such thing as good cops. There's no such thing as good cops because the cop title is a oppression title. Now you can have a good person that becomes a cop. So the I, I separate the person from the job. I am of the belief that the training is geared towards oppressing black people. So this is why we have to set a new standard for how cops govern in our community. Um, but as far as the job, the title, police officer, I say there's no cops, no good cops, because if there was good cops, there wouldn't be bad cops. And that's just my point. I'm, I mean, my perspective on that, just my personal thoughts. By saying that they're they're okay, you're saying that their training is messed up. Like basically, yes. to become a cop is messed up. Yes. I'm not saying their training is messed up. A whole America is messed up. The judicial system is messed up because there is no repercussions for cops that kill unarmed black people or or, or even face any type of consequence really for an unarmed black man. A man had to literally put his knee on someone's neck for nine minutes and they still had defense for that. They said that it was carbon monoxide that might've killed him. Well, how, how did that happen? Because his face was down, you know, near the carbon monoxide, you know? So how did that happen? Even though, even if he did die from that, you still were the catalyst of his death. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm saying is, is that you can't expect someone to be a, psych, uh, a psychiatrist. You can't expect someone to have good judgment all the time. That's too much to ask of a person because we are people. What you have to do is get people in those positions. When there is a mental health situation, you need a mental health person that can probably help you diffuse the situation. You can't expect a cop to be there. The only way reason that a cop should be there is if they exude force and a cop should be able to meet them with force, not with a gun, Maybe with something else. You got the bully club. You got all these tools. You could, I don't care if you tackle somebody and flip them upside down. You could do whatever you got to do before you kill that person. But you should have someone that specializes in mental health with you. A doctor. There's so many mental health doctors out here. When you get that call, you should have someone willing to help you with that. You can't expect cops to do that because you know what it takes to be a cop? A high school diploma. 
you don't have to go to college to be a cop. And I'm not saying college is the end all be all. In some places you have to have associate's degree, but there is no specific qualifications for you to have that job. You just have to pass a certain, a, a series of tests and anyone can pass a standardized test or whatever. It's no, uh, they don't get analyzed like that. Sometimes they do, but not to the extent to where as though they are able to analyze other people. So I feel like you are asking so much of a person that is just there to, to do their job. You can't ask them to be fluent in, 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 in psychotherapy. You can't, you know, or, or, or to be a therapist or, or to, you know, be a psychologist. You can't you ask to. them that. You have to. We have to demand. We have have to to. because when you go to work, you do your job. You you don't. I'm I'm not saying that you specifically, but I'm saying when people go to work, they do their job. They don't know how to do their freaking uh, the people in the other department's job. They don't know how to do everybody's job. As a cop, as a cop, you have to be held to a higher. But you don't. You don't though, because look at the qualifications it takes to be a cop. Look at the qualifications it takes to be the president. Donald Trump is the president. So how can you ask them? Somebody to high qualifications. Well, well, look. What I'm saying I think, is I think in this instance, we need to hold them to a standard. Well, look. Let, let's let's agree to disagree on that on that particular point. Too much of a person. Let's let's agree to disagree on that particular point because I want to transition into something where um, I was going to bring it up earlier, but it's it makes sense right now um, because this week's um, did you catch that? Um, Again, did you catch that? Is just you know something that we we introduced on the podcast. <laughs> and did you catch? No, <laughs> did uh, my did you catch that? Uh, this week is actually about Brett Favre because Brett Favre, um, you know, former quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, he has a podcast apparently, and he came out and Thank said you. he doesn't believe that Derek Chauvin, the cop who killed George Floyd, uh, intentionally meant to kill him, and me. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, that's bullshit. Uh, this sounds like white pre- Yeah, fuck Brett Favre. Fuck Brett Favre. I'm not that's surprised bullshit. he's still it's, 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 it's super racist and all of those things. I don't, I don't know if y'all had heard that or not, but did any of y'all catch that? Hell no. Fuck Brett Favre. He wear Wrangler jeans. Exactly. Oh, no, yeah. the racist people. Wrangler jeans. Yep. <laughs> racist <laughs> people jeans. Were no, that no, that's a fact. I, it wasn't a deep dive, but it was just something I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, and not and not to mention, he's from Mississippi, so that's the quintessential white shit. Like, you're from Mississippi, like you know about shit. you know about racism. Like, don't act like you don't understand this fight in America. Like, you understand, you just want to understand. Because but the one thing, the 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 one thing that um I take into consideration is as black people we suffer from post-traumatic slave syndrome yeah um white people though have a similar i don't know if you want to call it trauma or whatever but uh, complex that's passed down on the other side of the fence it's the fear and that's well not even the fear though the uh, superiority I was going to say that we, we okay. could we could call it a bunch of different things, but nobody never talks about that or looks at that. Like what we got passed down from slavery, they got shit passed down from slavery too. I right. would say we got passed the fear huh? before them. But I said, no, I I'm not saying, that. I'm just saying characteristics in our makeup. 
Right. Right. So we got all of this <laughs> shit passed down, but nobody talks about all of the shit that they got passed down and how they operate. And that's never been examined or looked at. Um, they need the same way we need therapy to overcome the shit that we went through. They need therapy too to overcome the shit that yeah. they did. They, you know, that their ancestors did, you know, um, on 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 different levels, right? So, you know, looking back at, you know, your ancestors were rapers and pillagers are, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, your ancestors did that shit. Right. It, 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 it's all sorts of Y'all ancestors stole a country. Y'all uh, fucking put people in slavery. Genocide. Um, all kind of shit. Genocide. Like, they changed but, the story of fucking Pocahontas. Like, my thing is this. Do you think you <laughs> made a whole musical, paint the colors of the wind? That nigga, she wasn't singing that. She was like 12 and y'all took her back and killed her. But my thing is, do you think that they care? Do you do you honestly well, I think, think that they that... care? They don't care. They came out victorious. So I don't think they need therapy. It's people that want to change the the situation. It's people who are allies and it's people who want to change how they were, I mean, how they are perceived and how and what their family did. But there's people who still don't care. Um, switching gears. Um, I wanna talk about, I mean, there's a lot of fucking whack. And sad, depressing news. But um, it seemed like for the third week in a row, we had another legend in hip hop pass away. Recently, Shock G just passed away. Um, I don't know from what. I don't know. Sad in your panties. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what from, but I just know he was fifty-seven. He passed away. Um, and you know that was just another loss for for hip hop. So, um, did you guys have any um, comments or anything? you know, about Shock G's passing? I really didn't know that it was like a mystery that he was a uh, Humpty um, until my mom told me that it was a mystery. And I was just like, uh, how could you, you know? know? How, did I know that? Yeah. From seeing him, like he looked yeah, like him. <laughs> like, I don't, I mean, I guess like when I was born, it wasn't a mystery anymore, I guess maybe. Um, but my mom was- the internet. That's hmm? why it was only TV back then. Yeah. <laughs> you, had, you were privileged you just to like, have the internet. You Googled it when you was little. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know who Shock G. I mean, you basically, like, when you Google Tupac, he comes up. So, and then Humpty. And then, like, you know, Humpty Hump. Like, all that shit comes up. So. I didn't really, know that. Yeah. Know that. Google Tupac, you do, like, related. No, no, no. I didn't know Shock G was Humpty. At the at the yeah. time, at the time, most people didn't know. Yeah, like, most people you were didn't around. know at the time. Most people didn't know at the time. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it, it had come out. I mean, not too long after. It wasn't like it was a twenty year mystery. You know what I'm saying? But yes, it, it was. It, no, that still don't know. Nah. It's people that don't know. Yeah, it is yours. Hell no, niggas know that's healthy now. Like, I mean, like, now because of the internet, like you said. But people like, if you was just to look, you would just be like, these niggas look familiar. They could be close cousins or something. All he did was just put on a nose and a hat. Like, it really wasn't really a disguise. So y'all was being slow. And- that's superheroes. You know how superheroes only wear the eye shit and don't nobody know who they is? Man, that nigga had a nose and a mustache. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head stuff. Y'all was slow. Shit was confusing, man. Back in the 90s, that shit was confusing. 
I'm going to just like Mr. Potato Head next week and I'll be somebody else too. So there you go. But no, I really, I really didn't know a lot about Shock G. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't. Right. Um, I only know the Humpty song, I get around. Like, I really didn't pay attention to, uh, what's the group? Uh, Digital new, Underground. Uh, okay, thank you. I was like, new something, whatever. Digital <laughs> Underground. I really didn't pay attention to them. Um, I knew he discovered Pac, um, but my mom was like, damn, he died. He was young. You know, she was with the whole movement and she was, you know, I get around. So, um, yeah, RIP though. Right, right, definitely, definitely. Um, he looked good with his little grays, though, and his beard and stuff. I like that. I like that salt and pepper. <laughs> or so, uh, definitely. Uh, rest in peace to um, to Shock G. Um, I had a question, um, and this question is kind of birthed out of uh, one of the ideas we were speaking about maybe a week or so ago in terms of like, um, you know, what people want and and the lifestyle that certain people are comfortable with versus like people wanting a lot more out of life, right? So the question was, um, it was a two-part question. One, do you believe in your ability to make money like on your own? And also how much would it take for you to actually quit your job? Like what would be the number, right? So would it be, you know, if you get a hundred thousand dollars, is it like, all right, that's enough for me to quit? Cause I can go, I can go make it on my own from there. Or does it have to be a million dollars or like, what is the cutoff? And that's why they're, they're kind of connected because let's say it is a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. We know that that's not like super life-changing money, but it could be if you believe in your ability to make money on your own. So I'll start with you, Gert. Like, um, what would it take? Yeah. Yeah. You per. No, no, no. You per this is a personal thing. You personally, what you know, if there was a number, um, what would it take, you know, for you to be like, ah, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to work no more, or I don't have to work no more. I can go get it on my own and free freestyling, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, that's a good question though. Uh, every, I, 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 now that you mention that, I believe everybody should come up with that number. Um, I think most people won't. I think most people uh, don't have aspirations, but if you, you know, have aspirations of working for yourself, that number, you should have that number. Um, mm -hmm. Me right now, just being asked that off the cusp, I would say probably a quarter ticket. Mm -hmm. 250. A quarter ticket is enough for me to set my life up and then invest into my uh dream um so that's what i would say off the cusp and okay. um i'm going to start to work now to get that number down you know um like i being asked that um i want to start putting shit in motion to like I guess every year start to bring that number down to a lower number, but that's Word. a dope question. Or what about what about you, C? That is a good question. Good job. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I think maybe you know because you know I'm in this like whole little togetherness. So what's mine is his, and what his is mine. I could do. <laughs> Maybe like a 150, I'll be fine. 
to quit my job and for us to have like a, you know, if he is doing like 200 and I could do like a 150, we could have a cool situation here. And um, that could that could possibly be fine with me because that would allow me to like do what I want to do. Right. Like I'm basically surviving off of what I got now and it ain't 150. Right, right, so, right. <laughs> I mean, for me to be comfortable and like still have room to invest and do what I got to do. I know that might not seem like a lot to people, but that would work for me because I have, you know, my little hubby right there. And, yeah. and really, I mean, it's all about, a starting point, right? Because like I said, 150, just a blanket 150, you could fuck that up. You know what I'm saying? And, but if you had this lump sum amount of money and you had dreams of doing it yourself or doing something on your own, because at least us on this podcast, we don't want to work for, we already said, we don't want to work for 20, 30 years for one company. You know what I'm saying? So we already know, we already know that in our minds, there's a certain point where we're going to transition into working for ourselves and, you know, building that generational wealth and creating an opportunity for ourselves, changing the trajectory of our family lineage and, and all of those things. So, you know, it, it was just something I was thinking about. And of course, I'm thinking about it at work because I'm like, yo, fuck <laughs> fuck this fuck this job like, fuck this shit man if i had a good you know 150 like you said like, <laughs> man, i'm out hey, man. Yo, Jersey, what's, your, what's your number yeah i was about to ask you but what's yours um i think i think that's probably about right between one and 150 like i think 150 is probably um that's about right that's about right because um I have, the, I have confidence in my ability to make money on my own. You know, mm -hmm. I have confidence in my ideas. I have confidence in when I say on my own, you know, I still have a good support system. I still have good, uh, you know, people that I can put in place that if given the opportunity, they would be empowered to, you know, help assist or help facilitate that dream. So, um, yeah, I, I'd say about, say about 150. That's that's also I, I just feel like I mean everyone's dream is not to be an entrepreneur. Correct. Everyone's dream is not to work um for themselves. Everyone likes structure. Some well, not everyone, but some people like like structure and some people like the um like you know, like working and stuff like for other people. And it's nothing wrong with that. Like I don't want to make it seem like working for other people, but you're basically working within your field, working for what you went to school for. Some people are and they're happy with that. Like the doctors or, you know, they're happy at working at a hospital. They're happy with working in the ER or, you know, an engineer. He's happy with working at JP Morgan or like, you know, like wherever you work at as an engineer. You're happy as, as doing that. So I don't want to make it seem like it's a situation where you have to be an entrepreneur. You don't, you just have to be happy. Right. And if you're happy at what you're doing, that will satisfy you more so than the salary. Absolutely. Happiness is the key. No matter what happiness is the key work. Um, so um, switching gears uh, to something a little bit lighter um, is the relationship question this week. So um, the question is, when you're out with your friends or you're out of town, do you feel that 
you have to check in with your significant other and or your spouse um would you do you have to check in or would you want them to uh check in with you uh see i'll i'll start with you what's your what's your take on that hell yeah you better check in you better <laughs> call me you call me when you land no you call me when you get to the airport so i know you at the airport and i want to <laughs> see a panorama view like a panorama <laughs> i want to see who around you who breathing around you you check in there then you get on the plane i want to see there's nobody next to you that i know or if it's your friend or whoever then when you land i need you to check in too and i need to make sure that you are by yourself then when you get to the airbnb or the hotel i need to make sure that you walk into each room and that is no holes there <laughs> then when you're at the club you need to call me you need to tell me how long you're going to be there you need to tell me how many bottles is ordered because i need to know how much money is coming out of the account then um <laughs> this is a lot this you is might a lot. as well just go what yeah. the fuck <laughs> just nah, go. it's a guy's trip <laughs> no it's not yeah it's, it's not it's right <laughs> i need to know where you ate and i need to know how much that was too how much they charge you to plate oh you want for a 200 dinner date who you going with why was it 200 where did you go what did you order so is this serious <laughs> or is this a joke Nigga, that's serious. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Nigga, you couldn't tell she kept going. The joke would have been two bars. <laughs> she nah, definitely gave us a 30. She gave us a 30. She was an album. She was an album. I need to know. I need to be all up in there. Because what that's you not going to uh, well, do? Tell me, tell me why. Tell me why. Because you're not going to meet the next trick and go on vacation with her. First of all, we does that mean you don't trust him? Because that sounds no, like absolutely, absolutely, there's no trust if you got to do all of that. You're doing too much. You, let me tell you something. I don't require that, but I get that. I've never said to him, do you all just that. said, hell yeah, I said I need you gotta. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta pick a side, see, because you're wild yeah. right now. Yeah. Look, here we go. Let me just tell you something. I said I need that. Like I want you. Okay, at this situation that I'm at right now, if it was just a regular boyfriend or whoever or someone I was casually dating, yeah, I wouldn't care. But when you're like husband territory, that's husband, the that, that that should be the opposite. No, it's not. It should be you it's have that trust because y'all. Yeah. Let me Let me tell you something. When you've been through things in your relationship where you've seen things and you, you should like be working to repair those things, rather it's than not necessarily working going. to repair those things where you have like, okay, not necessarily like been in this relationship and seen things. It's I like know. when you've been in other relationships. So why exactly. does he have to pay for what other people did? It's yes. not about paying for what other people yes, do. It is. That's how it's it sounds. Making your partner feel comfortable and secure. I don't need that's like me. you to that's do him. that. But if you're going to do that, then why would I stop it? Well, let me say this. I've never I... asked him to say, hey, go to the airport and shoot and, and see what happens. He's in the airport. He's talking to me. I'm waiting on my flight. Hey, it's me and my, you know, whatever, whatever. I'm at the Airbnb. I'm in I'm wherever, whatever. I like that. And that has always been that way. So if you change it and if you switch up, Sierra knows where your, your flight is and she knows where you're staying. So I will pop up 
and be there if you want to switch up. So, so well, is that not well, insecurity? That's insecurity. It's yes. not insecurity. Yes, it is. It's me popping up and making so wait, sure that things are okay. Jersey, all of Because if things are not okay, I'm leaving. The locks so, will be... Well, actually, you're leaving because the locks will be changed and I'm staying here. But what would like insecurity be then? If that's not insecurity, what does insecurity look like? Insecurity means that I have to know like what's going on. See, you just said you got to know. I Chill, don't... <laughs> Let her cook. I don't have to, like, this wasn't a requirement for me. This wasn't me saying, hey, I need you to record yourself this place, this place, and FaceTime me this time, this time. It's you wanting to do that. And the moment that you switch up your pattern is when I know that something is wrong. What I'm saying is I never asked him to do that. But since you are doing that, oh, you need to carry this out throughout the end of time. Well, that's but, different. Being consistent is different than yeah. saying saying no, that you, you got to do all these things. But let me just say, for me, for me, um, like, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let you know, like, when I get to wherever I get safe, like, I'll, I'll speak to you throughout the day or, like, just, you know, hey, what's up or whatever, whatever. But I'm not, I'm not having full-blown hour conversations with you if I'm out on vacation like I'm gone and I'm gone like let me go and the same is the same as for her like yeah let me know you got to where you got to so I know that you got there safe let me know that you good but I don't have to fucking know your every single move like because I, I should do. be able I should be able to allow you or not even allow you you should be able to go and have fun like we it's don't not have like to you're not having be, fun I'm not talking to you every single step of the way, but if you're going to the club, for instance, um, if you're going to the club in freaking Mexico, something happened, I need to know, oh, my nigga was at El Patrono hey, or whatever. Hey, that nigga, she's going to be like, she's going to pick up the phone. I have a skill. I have a, a very special skill. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hey, have a certain special set of skills. But hey, I, that should have been a black woman. Taking should have been a black woman, though. <laughs> Word. It would have been a way you better. You would have found our child. Maybe, maybe, maybe Queen Latifah could have did that. Oh. <laughs> oh, instead of equalizer? Yeah. But you know, all the old people like her as the equalizer. My daddy like her. Uh, my friend grandma like her as the equalizer. Yeah. All the old people do like her as equalizer. Is not Maybe it was because of uh, UNITY. She she sparked up some equalizer stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I don't feel Gert, like it's insecurity though. Gert, what's your what's what's your take? Even though I think I know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, leave me alone, man. That's because y'all live with y'all girl and y'all just ready to get rid of her at any step, like at any chance it is. All I'm saying is, is that. Everybody needs everybody needs space and space is healthy. I don't they think do need space. I don't, I don't think it's a matter of um having to get rid of this person or that person. I just think absence that makes I, the heart grow fond. And it's true. No, 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 no. But it, it may sound how it sounds, but that's true. And everybody should be able to be in their space where they go and do their things without their partner. You don't need to be you... smothered. She feels free when she's around me. You know what I'm saying? I'm letting her do her in the terms she's doing me. Like at the end of the day, if you are if you are operating in a space where we do things together, we have a great time, we do things apart, we're allowed to have a great time when we're apart, I think that that's healthy. I think that too much smothering could lead to just a bunch of resistance and that Let could be some toxic. This. She leaves, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
she leaves on Friday. Don't call you until, and she's there from Friday to Tuesday. Don't call you until Sunday. Is that a problem? Where, where is she? Is she out the country? She's is not she, with, yeah, she's out the country. She's not with her friends. She's well, maybe, not in Jersey. Like, well, she's not she, in Jersey. Maybe she, or, can't, or maybe she can't get in. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you were serving. Maybe like, she can't get service, right? If you want a crew. No, if you want to You wouldn't have lasted before the cell phone era. If you want a cruise, you can't talk on the phone. Let's say like, she's not on a cruise. Let's say she's at a resort. You went, she don't see, talk to you oh, until wait, so you Sunday. Went to, you went to the I'm asking a question, Gert. Hold on. She don't talk okay. to you until Sunday. Is that a problem? If she can get in contact with me and I haven't heard from her, yeah, I would want to know that, like, you good. Just let me know that you good. Okay, That's is it. that insecurities? No. All I'm saying okay. is let me all right. know that. Girl, all I'm saying is, question. Listen, all I'm saying is let me know <laughs> that you're good. I'm not saying no. that. It's a text. You could text All right, me. she texts you on Friday and said I'm good and don't call alive. you. Alive. She just texts you alive. She <laughs> said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good. Yeah. Breathing. Yeah. Nigga get a lot. Nigga be asking bad questions that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Uh, where you put the uh what you <laughs> where they supposed to go taking pictures of that <laughs> you put nigga say yo where you put the light switch for the bedroom I can't find it so I ain't gonna lie I, I I'm I'm the opposite of y'all um <laughs> Oh, shocker. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Gert has, an opposite, Gert, Gert, Gert has the opposite take than everybody else. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, I'm of the belief if something is going to happen, it's going to happen, and my phone calls ain't going to stop it from happening. So you do what you see fit. As far as safety, yo, I'm, I'm cool with the alive text. Um, yo, I've been out here. I'm just letting you know I'm alive. Um, but I'm I'm back in the streets. I'm cool with all of that shit. I am very content doing like weird shit. Like if I I I don't know it. I don't know if it's healthy or unhealthy. But I'd be content doing like the most simplest, littlest shit. So that shit really don't bother me. Um. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, I don't, I, I don't think I can intervene doing anything if that was some shit that you wanted to do. If no, you, you can't. OT to get your bones jumped. But you, so, I mean, they, but, so but even I, with I don't the, let even it with the check-in, even with the check-in, they can lie. So there's nothing you can do when you're not there. All I'm saying is, you know, that's, that's all, my point. No, I, I get it. So I get my it. Point I, is I'm just saying yourself. My that's always my point. My point is always enjoy yourself and have a good time. But but also let me know that you're alive. Let me know that you're good. That's it. Let me know that you're good. But you don't want the. But you're not going to be cool with the live text. Is what C is saying. Not you, not, you just a, not just a not just a not not just a one word whatever. No, but you could text me. Like you like like our so, relationship. Right, our relationship. Like she'll probably call me anyway, and that's cool. But again, I'm not. I'm always like I but, like I don't need a full. I don't need a long lengthy conversation. Like if you want to talk for a little think, bit, that's cool. I think what C was saying is you you require a similar sort of check-in. It's just different. And you was killing her. No, it's her just not, it's just not excessive. I don't need to know every detail. 
I don't need to know every need. detail. So I let's just say, and I'm just asking a five day trip, but no phone conversation at all, just text messages. You cool with that? Mm, I don't know, cause I, I I mean that's not my situation, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You'll see, I'm muted to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this shit was funny. Oh, there's no more situation. It's not. <laughs> but what it's I am not. saying is that you need, I need to know where you are at. That's all I'm saying. It's not that I need all of that. It's just that he gives me all of that. So he knows that I'm good. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that we give each other that just out of like, we would consider it to be courtesy, but but it's not like I have to know. Exactly. All right, I'm going to brunch. But that's what all right, I was I'm saying. leaving brunch. But you all right, I'm going to the house. For my courtesy. No, see, because you said, <laughs> all right, all right, I'm at the airport. I'm in the Uber. I got to the. I, I got joking. to. The, I got to. Ash, I, I, I asked you if you were joking, and you told we were me laughing. Yeah, it was You told me no. <laughs> I'm saying no as far as me needing that. I get that. So why would? it be a situation to where as though it has to be that. That's not what I require, is right. what I'm saying. It's I no think y'all are similar. Yeah. And I think jurors don't like the fact that y'all similar. No, y'all similar. don't like to be like that. I, but I'm, not, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not denying that it's similar. I'm just saying it's not as excessive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Potato, potato. Y'all both in the fruit category. Nah. <laughs> nah. But um, <laughs> I don't want to be like me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like you. <laughs> Word. Um, yo, did um, oh no, the, the the drink champs thing didn't happen yet. When do y'all think this episode is coming? This Drake drink champs because I ain't seen no sweep sweep. It's coming sweep sweep. What what episode? What y'all talking about? Drake drink drink champs. Mm. He's saving that for sweep sweep. What the sweet, sweet. I don't give a fuck about a broom <laughs> from money talk. Oh. <laughs> he talks, he said he had to wait for sweet sweet for him to clear his name. <laughs> he said, sweet sweet. I don't give a fuck about a broom. <laughs> but that's what I, I was saying about the uh Joe Button getting it. He wouldn't uh it don't make sense to put out a Drake interview unless you're selling something else with it. You would hold that until you have something you can brand around it because that's probably the biggest interview you're going to get unless you get hold. And that nigga, Drake is probably going to be the biggest interview. So probably you hold that and try to put as much stuff as you can sell with that. Oh, let me ask you this. Um, I'm married. Is, I'm is, sorry. Is Rihanna... Is, I would like to see a drink champs with because he alluded to Foxy. Yeah, yeah, I gotta pick which one of y'all want to go. I, I, I mean, I, you know, she 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 been thugging, so I'm gonna just allow myself to be thug, protect black women. I wasn't trying to, but he alluded to a um a drink champs interview with Foxy. I would like to see one with Kim too and Mary J. Blige. That's all I'm saying. All right, those be for me. Let me ask this: Um, do you think that? Because, like, I agree. I think that Drake is probably as big as it gets as far as drink champs is concerned. But 
let's say that Rihanna were to do a drink champs. Do you think that would be bigger than Drake? Yeah, but I don't want to see that. Why not? I think that would be dope as fuck. Riri hard. That would be dope as fuck. Riri taking uh, shots, hitting the weed. Word. Word. And you will watch it, see? You will watch it. Has she ever did an interview? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Never did an interview, right? Like I'm sure. I mean, she has some. You know what I'm saying? But like, she ain't did one in years. Too black for that. Too tough for Aspens. I think. I think. Riri too hard. That's the hardest. That's the hardest joint out. Yeah, I think a Rihanna drink chance would be fire. But um, I was just having that conversation earlier. Shout out to Riri. And they I don't, saying, yeah, shout out to Rihanna, but I really don't want to see her on Drink Champs, though. Not right now. I think Drink Champs is for the older people. Like, even Drake doing it is kind of like... I disagree. I don't want to see Drake on Drink Champs. I would have rather preferred him on Joe Button. Like, I, I think that I Drink Champs is for, like, the tenured artists. Like, Shot G should have been on Drink Champs. Like, um, Pofer, who said that? It was, a, it was a producer. I forgot who said that. Um, but he he said that, and I would have much rather have seen like older acts on Drink Champs, like a Beyonce on Drink Champs would make sense to me. Um, well, just because she's a tenured artist, I'm saying that those are tenured. Rihanna, yeah, not as much as Beyonce. But I get she came out of her caliber. I get, she came out, I get she what came out saying, in 2005. Sis. Rihanna came out in 2005. That's tenured. It still don't mean that. That still don't mean saying. that to me. Yeah, I get you saying old niggas. Yeah, that's an old nigga platform, and that's what it was made for. <laughs> I get you. All right. Well, um, we uh, we we about to get out of here, but before we do, of course, just you know, a reminder to everybody: make sure that uh, y'all subscribe, uh, not subscribe, but make sure that you shop uh for your candles and your smell goods at luxcollectionllc.com. I got to give y'all your code because um, starting July, I'm going to do a membership program where you could spend $50 to buy the membership if you're a new customer. But if you've already spent that, you get a 20% off one can, like one thing each time you buy something. And then if you buy two or more, you get 30%. Um, Of course, like I said, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and our Patreon. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything hey, Rico. Yo, 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 smoke a cigarette. Throw the smoke out. Can't believe the shit that's happening to me. When I need a place to be tranquil, meditate, think about what really matter. Don't want rest my head on my shoddy boobie. She run her fingers through the new dread I'm growing. Peep the way my day might have been overwhelming. Trying to relax a nigga. If you're listening and you catch the picture, you might see me laying between my shorty legs, holding a glass of liquor. And she keep rubbing my head, asking me to talk to her. I don't even respond. Hold my hand, middle finger, tickle my palm. My shorty stay relaxed. She understand a nigga going through something. When I'm at home and don't never need for the front my voice going i'm sounding like a frog doing shows back to back partially my niggas reluctant to talk they get their way with niggas stop rubbing my hand massaging my back rico music rico music rico music, rico music.